It's a really catchy song right now. So <laughs> oh, by Tuck? Freight train Tuck. Shout out to Dice Roller Radio. Nah, it's a, it's a Keichinata song. Who's that? He's like a producer from Canada. Oh, shit. He does a lot of shit with like... Uh, boiler Room? He has a Boiler Room set. Yeah, that, it was really dope, actually. He's had, he has like one of the more like known Boiler sets. Like I think that like really helped them out. Um, but I know a lot, of, a lot of DJs like that's like in <coughs> UCLA, right? Or like in Boiler Room? I yeah, think it's all over. Like, like yeah, they just, it's like a traveling thing. Uh, okay. I thought it was like in LA only because I, I think the one that I saw was like at UCLA and I just remember seeing hella Asians. I think there's an ASAP <laughs> Mob one in London. And then I our, think it reminded me of like when Childish Gambino had this song called UCLA <laughs> and the chorus would go. Asian girls everywhere, <laughs> UCLA. That's, <laughs> that's an old joint. <laughs> yeah. No, that's all that's joint, huh? Yeah. It's like fucking freaks and geeks. Yeah, shout out, shout out Donald Glover. Speaking of, y'all, you guys see the uh, you guys see the Lion King trailer? Anyone see the Lion King trailer? I've seen the trailer, yeah. I, saw the one. I didn't know he was in that. Yeah, he's Simba. I didn't know that. Yeah, I just, he's grown Simba, actually. He can't, he's not baby Simba. Oh, okay. Because, I mean, I don't know which one's more impactful, the bigger Simba or the smaller one. He could have played both. Maybe. He could have played fucking Rafiki. No. He probably could have played all <laughs> yeah, of them, bro. No, be no I'm just saying, like, his ability and, like, talent as a artist. Like, a Jamaican. Like, like, who's a really, like, famous Jamaican-sounding, like, dude? Or, I don't know, that has, like, a thick Damien, accent. Damien Marley? I don't know. No, nah, not a singer, but, like, actor-wise. Oh. Be... Well, we were talking about Charlie Gambino. I know. You were saying Rafiki, though, so I was just kind of <laughs> like, no, I don't think he could play Rafiki if you, like, remember the cartoon. But no, shout out Lion King. Childhood shit right there. 94 shit. But anyways, let's play this song. Tuck. Then Good do, old we have, tuck. do we have a live link? Yeah. Yeah, okay, before we play this song. Uh, <laughs> well, we got, we got two people right now, like, just going in. Um, MixLR.com slash dice-roller-radio. That is the MixLR link. It takes you straight into uh, the live stream right now. It's better to have... You can get the app, so go to the app store and you can download it. Uh, shout out to homies Dank Dudes, of course, as well, providing us with the smoke. Great delivery service here in San Diego. Check them out on Instagram. Yes, that is the link. If you can't find it or if it's... I, I posted it on Instagram saying that we we're going to go live at a certain time, so... Yeah, let's go ahead and play this song real quick, and we'll get this episode rolling. Tight, shout out tight, to tight, the tight, homie, tight. fucking uh, Ricardo. <laughs> yeah, shout out, first of all, shout out Rossi for sending us this exclusive track from his cousin. We'll go, <laughs> <and play it. laughs> we'll go with that. Uh, his beat slaps, though. <laughs> this shit is gas. Fuck my dog. <laughs> fucking Bucky. random. Fuck my dog. Bucky. Bucky. my dog. Bucky. Fuck my dog. I'm just over here drinking a Bud Light. Dice rolling on the fucking radio. I just said I'm a boss ho. Uh-huh. Drinking Bud Light and Bud Smoking my own good. Getting hotter. Cause I'm flyer. Don't you touch my dog, Jeff from 50. Lucky. Sorry. Thought it was a four. Lucky. I need a spoon and a four. I'm trying to eat my car. On my farm. Swear to God, I wasn't just minding my own business. Until he seen me shoot a cow, I said, mind your own business. 
don't touch my dog Watch my dog Drinking my Bud Lights I'm a boss house Walking my dog Dropping my dog Drinking my Bud Lights I'm a boss house Got two double cousins in there riding with me to their town Mm-hmm. I seen Rossi over there at the store. He was looking kind of brown. Said, what you doing over there, boy? We are about to take over this whole town. This my city, and I swear to God, I'm pretty. We gonna go like this. Walking my dog, but don't touch my dog. Bucky. Drinking a Bud Light. I'm a boss hoe, boss hoe. Walking my dog, Bucky. Don't touch my fucking dog. <laughs> Drinking my Bud Lights. I'm a boss hog. Well, all right, man. You don't want to touch that guy's dogs, man. People over there. That's Walls here. <laughs> Throw hands for his dogs. <laughs> 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 I'm about to drop Fuck a bomb right. on you, Lane. We should just have a two-hour <laughs> podcast breaking that song down. Yeah, we need to analyze every single <laughs> oh, bar. Fucking, let's, let's call Rap Genius while we're at it. <laughs> just be like, yo, can we dissect this song? Um... Yeah, that was a exclusive joint by the homie Ricardo. <laughs> oh man, my mic's all fucking. What a fucking song, bro! That's how you get the good ones. You gotta. I felt like Willie Nelson come up with a great the, feature on that song. With the random shit. That song just is freestyle. Uh, yeah, that shit sounded like a freestyle for sure, bro. It's crazy when I was when I was like sophomore in high school. Rossi and I lived like both on 15th Street and IB, and like we'd just walk the same direction like every day after school. Um, and this fool would just be like rapping about like the most random shit, and he was fucking good at it. And I was like, "What the fuck? Like, how are you rocking? Like, how are you rapping about this shit?" And you're just like, Some "It fly. sounds tight." Like, and then I mean, bro, I have like hella old like Rossi like projects, like mixtapes and shit, They're, like. Are really fucking good. It's funny. I'm on like two of them, like rapping and shit. I'm trash. Oh, you're rapping <laughs> on? Yeah. Oh. No, there's two songs I'm like rapping on, and I'm like, fuck. Like, we need to. So embarrassing. We need to find these. Dig those up. I'll, I'll show you some. They might still be like somewhere dude, on the internet. I, you know, you know what? everything is on the internet. Like everything, forever. dude. Crazy because um, it's funny you say that because honestly, I actually just went and found this old website that I used to post like when I was trying to rap. Yeah. I had like all this old material. That I haven't, I, th- I thought I lost it, matter of fact. And yeah. I just kind of was like, whatever. But then when I found it, I felt like a part of me was like, you know, lifted. Like I just like regained a, a, a part of me back. And I was listening to it. And this is like sophomore year, like going into junior year, mind you. Yeah. Like 2009, 2010 for mm-hmm. me. And then, dude, it's crazy. I, I thought I had a deep voice back then. No. <laughs> like, I feel like I sound like a chipmunk back then. You know, compared to like right now, because like I've got a pretty deep voice right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, you know, funny. fucking back then, I was, I was like, I thought I had a deep voice then. But like, yo, listen, fucking I gotta show you that shit, bro. That's just crazy. I talked to Claudia after the episode. I talked to her like on Thursday, and uh, and she's she was telling somebody because like we were talking about the episode, and somebody that was there with her, one of her friends, she was telling was like, oh yeah, like um, Will has a deep voice, like a um. What the fuck? Like the hotline shit? Like, Ooh, okay. like the like a sex like a sex fucking operator? 
<laughs> Yo, yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, bro. That's, that's not the first time I've actually heard that. <laughs> <laughs> not to gas just me. Just call out. like a regular customer service. The chick's Hello. just like, ooh. <laughs> ooh. Are you trying to reach this line right now? Oh, I'm, I'm not even gonna get started. You're gonna have people call in. You're gonna hit him with that voice and shit. <laughs> Hello, you've reached this line. And like, <laughs> dial one if you're trying to get this service. That'd be fucking crazy. Yeah, no, nah, but I've actually I've heard that before. Um, You'd probably be good at it, bro. You just get like a second phone and just start trapping out of it with like. <laughs> I don't even know how to where to start. I don't even think it just starts with a phone. You gotta have like, just a business card and a burner phone. That's all you need, bro. And just like put flyers all over the place. You don't even like, have to put. Your, you <laughs> could put whatever <laughs> picture you want on that shit, and that shit would like you would probably get some calls like immediately. Are you feel? Oh no, you know what, bro? There's like commercials like late at night that you know, be like half naked chicks on beds like having a grand old time on their fucking yeah. house phones. It'd like, be like that, but the opposite. It's just a stupid ass commercial because first of all, no one has house phones anymore. So who's just laying in the bed and casually talking to people on a house phone? Oh, I haven't seen that shit in years, but I remember seeing it like years ago. Know, Such fucking yeah, no, house phones. Yes, no. no. Do you guys have house phones still? No, I was about phones. to say like <laughs> someone telling me they have a house phone. <laughs> I'm very interested in that. But house, all right, house phones place. are out. Absolutely, I'll look into like a new career as far as being a, a hotline sex person. Yeah, whatever. What's the title? What's the title of it? Uh, phone sex uh, operator. Phone sex, sex operator. Phone sex operator. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'm going to look into that. But until then, we got <laughs> Dice Roller Radio episode. I'm ready for a drum roll. 30, you bitch, you. This is a dirty-ass episode, bro. 30, <laughs> 30, 30, 30. Tonight, bro. Yeah, man. It's a special episode. Shout out to everybody that's been rocking with us. 30 episodes strong. We got the live going on on Mixlr.com. Uh, shout out to everyone listening on the streaming services, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, look us up, Dice Roller Radio. We got the whole catalog up there. And yeah, episode 30. It's a very special one. We got some special guests with us. I'll go by Will B. Will B. to Don. Join with me always. Fresh off an airplane. Yeah. Still up swap. I feel like I Rob said Waller. that before. Fresh off an airplane. Yeah, you said it, but I wasn't literally fresh, fresh off. Literally, but I you're was literally like, fresh now, like yeah. a couple hours ago or like eight hours. I got, out, I got here at seven. So yeah. Damn. And it's yeah. nine, nine o'clock. It's nine twenty. Right yeah. So shout out Stilo being committed, bro. That shit was crazy. But yeah, I'm appreciative of everybody that's tuning in right now. Hopefully, we get to talk about that shit a little bit. I'm really excited to talk about right. the event that we got going on this Friday. And who are you? Wait, before you say, we have our returning guest with us. Man has been here more than I think anybody ever. I think there's four or five. It's uh, Liam from Unidentified Corporation. <laughs> All our real listeners know that voice by now. <laughs> Unidentified is in the building, and we have another special guest with us, new to the show, friend of the show, from Human Catalyst. What's up, this is Russ, Human Catalyst. Yo, what's up, Russ? Straight out of the car. <laughs> Straight out the he car. He got, got the bullshit button. As soon as somebody <laughs> says something, Yo. <laughs> You There's another one, 650. too. There's an applause one, too. We got two uh, buttons in there. Hell yeah. That oh, was not that sick. <laughs> the We're bull- gonna need a hundred. The bullshit one's got like tonight. twenty different like catchphrases on it though. That's just funny. Uh, but yeah, man, thank you guys for coming, Liam. Thank you, of course. Thank, thank you for having us. Always having coming here. Uh, before I know you guys want to get into like the the event coming up, but I just kind of want to go around and be like, how was everybody's week or weekend? I know you had a pretty lit. I'll go last, time. bro. I want to hear about you guys' weekends. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, that's fair. How, how was your guys' week weekend? I think I went went to PB on Friday. Oh wow! And then 
Saturday, I think I did nothing. Sick. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then yesterday, just uh, just nothing. still getting ready for the show, but basically nothing. And <laughs> fantasy football, I made the playoffs, so I'm nice. excited about that. What's your team's Snuck name? In. Uh, Jagonoff. The Jagonoff. We got, <laughs> <laughs> we got nice. Le- Leonard Fournette, so you got to go with the, the Jags theme. Nice. Well, that wasn't too much help with him getting suspended. No. Getting in a fight the other game. Oh, man, that sucks. Imagine having Cream Hunt on your fantasy. You, yeah. Yeah. Well, rest in peace, Cream yeah. Hunt. <laughs> he didn't die, literally, but, I mean, he, he beat up a girl in, in February and the video was just released, so. Yeah. Now he's now he's gone, gone. So Damn. might as well. But what about you, Russ? How was yours? How was uh, week, not too week bad. Week? You know, I have a shop over on Third Avenue in Chula Vista. Hell yeah! So um, I'm only open one day a week, which is Saturday. So I stayed there, and then there was a Christmas parade. Third took Avenue off. parade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I took off though because it's just too crazy. Dude, it is crazy, fuck, dude. I didn't. I didn't go this year. I went last year. Last year was fucking crazy. But I have my ways of finessing around that mm-hmm. whole thing. Cause, you know gone so many times being a local and everything that raises a question for me like i didn't mean to cut you off bro but like like you don't feel like that is like beneficial to like like having the storefront like you wouldn't like that's not the kind of traffic you're looking for or like well you know what like um the area is still growing so you have a lot of like people that are there for like the vacuum cleaners and you know, like, 3rd Avenue is super old school. Yeah, yeah, right. And then there's also, like, this new batch of people where it's, like, they get it. The bar scene seems to be Yeah, but there's so there. many people that come to the store and they're looking for, like, 5 for 10 t-shirts or do you screen mm. print mm. for my son's birthday party? You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, they just don't, they don't really know what I'm doing. They think I'm, like, a museum or they mm. don't really know, you know? Yeah. Yeah, the storefronts out there, like, a lot of times they're, like, a lot of like random shops there but they have like a certain look to it yeah you know yeah. but like i think it's starting to look some some parts of third avenue starting to look a little more modernized like, in a way um but not yeah definitely third avenue has that like look still to where you don't really know what's there it could be uh i know there's a lot of king's dresses shops out there yeah, it's not yeah, quite like a fashion destination like a streetwear yeah, destination not, yet, but i feel like bad. it could be well, that's no, it could it be could it be. could be for and sure. at different points i remember going down the third avenue to buy there's a lot of halls it. there too like a lot of halls there uh there used events. to be more skate shops over yeah, there. there's definitely there's, yeah there's yeah, a skate yeah. shop there is like there's like a sports shop there like sports memorabilia jerseys plaques all that yeah that stuff. stuff's gone See, okay, so that's gone now. So yeah. I, I remember, uh, I don't think it was the last time, but I just remember it was there. Um, the Star newspapers are yeah, still, still there. there. Yeah, um, I used to love going to the comic book store that was the down there. The comic book store. I was about to say that. that was used it to comics be, and stuff? Yeah. Or no, nah, it was, it was a separate one. No, nah, comics and stuff, it wasn't that. It was a, it was a separate one. It was like I remember it was like right across from Fuddruckers. Yeah, it was right across Yeah, but it wasn't comics and stuff. Yeah, I remember going there a lot. Actually, yeah, I like I've my whole. I have like the fucking Fleer like '94, um, like Marvel card collection. I have every single card in it, and like that shit was like super important to me, just because I would always be down there buying comic books and like trading cards, and like my brothers and I would take that shit to school and like fucking trade them, like hustle kids, and like just like that was like our very first hustle, bro. Was like selling cards, like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, cool shit. But then when the movie started coming out, like I didn't really fuck with them. I was like, well, my imagination was like so much more crazy when it came to like the superhero like universe that like 
the movies kind of just always let me down. Like, I don't know. I'm not explaining that shit. Did that work? That makes no, sense. I do, no, no, I just, I it's kind of like how people feel about Harry Potter in a way. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, like the, the books. The Twilight series, mm. Fifty Shades series. It's, there's yeah. people like that. And it's the same thing with Marvel, the comic books. I guess and I'm all like that. fucking hipster when it comes to Marvel. <laughs> no, not even. It's just kind of <laughs> like, you know. I, you know, with movies, I give them the benefit of the doubt because you're trying to fit, like, all this information in, yeah. like, two hours, you know? Yeah. That's, like... And it's still, like, it's, I mean, they're never bad. It's, like, yo, you you left it up to, like, one person to put a team together to create a fucking score and a film and, like, a storyline and, like, all these things that, are like, is already half written from someone else's perspective. And then now they have to, like, adapt it to, like, the big screen, like... And mm-hmm. then you have uh, to make it for the wider audience yeah. to... That never read the book. Exactly. So they understand mm-hmm. the story. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, Rest in peace, Stan Lee, too. I, oh, we, didn't really, yeah. we didn't shout him out last episode, but I think that's like when around the time he died. But rest in peace is Stan Lee, bro. That's, that's crazy. That, that's yeah. a good life, though. Like, that man lived to like 90s years old to see his shit like prosper yeah. the way that it did. And to then like be in all the films, like with his little cameos uh, and shit. Uh, like, yeah. I always enjoyed that. I was just seeing Wreck-It Ralph too, and he was—he had a little appearance there. Like, oh, he did. To, not to like spoil oh, it for shit. anybody, Damn. but like that was like an animated appearance, or like a real yeah, oh. animated. I didn't want to ruin that. Show, <laughs> <but>. <laughs> I didn't want to ruin it, but but yeah, shout out Stan Lee, bro. Stan Lee's there in there. If yeah. you haven't seen, I mean, Wreck-It Ralph's been out for like a week and a half now. If you haven't seen it, fuck. Oh well, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want to see it that bad, <laughs> yeah, bro. But uh, my my week was cool. Uh, hung out with some homies, worked on some projects, some beats. Uh, took my kid to the movies. That beat you sent me was tight. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I worked on that. Um, yeah, the, actually, yeah, the day I sent it, it was Sunday. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, I worked on two. I got another one. I I, I want to show you that. Um, well, I, I played for you guys, yeah. That one I was playing for you guys. It's real some funky shit. But yeah, I, was, I was working on beats yesterday. Uh, but yeah, I took my kid to the movies, and that was that was cool. That was the first time he's got to go to the movie theaters. We watched The Grinch. Like the very first time. Very first time. Oh, how yeah. was that? Did he make it through the whole movie? He did. He was sitting down. He he was commentating a lot. I thought that was just <laughs> hilarious. But he wasn't the only one though. There was other kids in there, so I you know I, it didn't like. Wasn't too burnt, I guess. But yeah. yeah, he was he was sitting there, he was chilling, he was eating popcorn, he was watching it like all like wide eyed and you know, he was commentating. Then it was funny too, like the Grinch. I would definitely recommend any, everybody to go see that movie. Yeah. Uh Tyler the Creator and Pharrell are involved. You know, oh, they shit. did their thing on that with how they presented themselves. Um the the cast is cool. Fucking Doctor Strange is the Grinch, so he sounds kinda cool. Oh, nice. So I forgot his real name. It's like Benjamin like Cumberbatch. I think his yeah. name. Like some British guy. But yeah, I would recommend everybody to go watch The Grinch. It's a classic, you know. Damn, so you went to go yeah. see Wreck-It Ralph and The Grinch? I watched Wreck-It Ralph like a week ago and then this last but You didn't week. take Jackson? No. I just watched it. <laughs> me, and my chick, me and my chick watched that shit. <laughs> yeah, bro, I'll probably Wreck-It Ralph, bro. What the fuck? Fuck yeah. I, I, went, I, <laughs> I was just trying to put that together in my head for a second. Was the, I wanted to watch that or um, what was the other one? I wanted to watch Creed 2, but... Mm. Uh, what was it? Oh, I wanted to watch the first one before I watched Creed Two. Oh, okay. I want to watch the first one before, and then yeah. So I did that recently. That was that was pretty sick. Um, but yeah, the the Grinch, dope. Tyler Creator scored that shit. It was dope. Damn, that's nice lit. little twist on it. So that's funny because I just took or uh, where I I, want, I let Alice watch the Grinch, the one with Jim Carrey. Yeah, it dude, was because right. it was on Netflix uh-huh. and like. 
he liked it a lot. But at first, he was like terrified of dude. Like, yeah, that was the same. That was the same thing with uh, Jax. Dude, Jax was like, he was like at first he was kind of like not feeling it, but then like once he started like being weird and like funny at like with the people. Yeah, it was like when he went to town and he started fucking with everybody like with the mask on and shit. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, he started laughing at that. So yeah. then, and then he started he finally watched the movie yeah. a little bit. So then I thought I was like, Oh, I'm gonna go take him to the animated one yeah. which is a little better. Hell yeah. And then yeah, he loved it. Yeah, for so sure. I think just the fact that there was a fat ass screen in front of him and he was yeah. just like so amazed. Hell yeah. No, I can't wait to take Alice to go watch the Grinch because he was asking me about it the whole rest of the week. He was yeah, like it was cool. It, we went into this pawn shop and he saw like the the old like the cover of the old Grinch movie, like on, oh no, it was a thrift store. We saw it on fucking VHS, and he was just like, "Yo, can we get this? Like, can we buy this? Like, I want to watch it." I was like, "Dude, we don't have a VCR. Like, <laughs> what? Damn problem, bro." And then, uh, yeah, but nah. cool, good shit, bro. Yeah, uh, yeah so. I went. I went to go see a movie this weekend too. On Friday, I went to see. Um, I went to the Landmark Theater in Hillcrest. It's like the independent film theater, and and I saw the. Um, movie called at eternity's gate it's like about vincent van gogh and it's like the film is like it's gnarly the way they filmed it like they didn't use like stabilizers for like any of it so the, it's like, like I mean, a, okay like so a, i was doing this shit with my hands right now where you're just like holding the camera very awkwardly like shaking and it's like i got think some cloverfield shit it like, like that but not like um not like with the fucking camera like on his eyes it's not yeah. like this it's just like the camera is like fucking on him, and but it's it's shot kind of shaken because like his personality is very like uneasy. Like there's a lot of scenes that make you feel uncomfortable, and he's like. But what I really liked about it, one of the things was that like they use a lot of references of like his actual paintings, and like they'll be like um, you'll see something and recognize it from one of his paintings, and then like you'll see him start to paint it, and then that was really cool to me to see kind of like how he d- he did that, and then like. I mean, I don't know for people that do or don't know about Vincent Van Gogh's life. He was fucking super, like, troubled, like, mentally. And, like, had, like, a really hard, like, shitty life. Didn't make any money until, like, basically after he died, um, a person that was, like, really close to him, like, another artist, like, got his artwork, like, really popular and shit. Because because something about the way that it was, like... um, Perceived to, like, the town that he lived in, that, that people all just thought he was fucking weird, like... We're not going to buy this shit. Like, this isn't actual art, you know? And then someone wrote this review that was like, oh, like, the, like describing his paintings in, like, a very, like, different light. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I think that really got, got like, uh, people's attention and shit. But it was because he, like, I guess to become an artist, like, you have to go, you had to go study in Paris. Like, basically, he did that. But then when he moved back to this small town, they were just like, this is fucking weird. Like, and then they show, like, scenes of him being in a museum and, like, looking at, like, very, like, fine art, like, super realistic, like, Renaissance-looking stuff. And then, like, his shit is just all, like, fucking, like, paint blobs, like, stacked on top of each other. And, like, I don't know. It's just a whole different style. But it's like, yo, anybody can bring a style to the game and then, like, all of a sudden, the game has changed. Like, you know, it's like, oh shit, cell phones are out now. Like, house phones are out. Fuck this shit. Like, DVD players are in. Like, VCRs are out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, not for real. So, Vincent Van Gogh definitely brought this like crazy style that like no one was, no one could touch. You know what I mean? Dude went crazy, cut his ear off, tried to give it to like somebody. I don't know. There's a lot of weird shit going on. But that was cool. 
I, I thought it was a really cool film. Who cuts their ear off? Um. Oh, and then the actor was the dude that played fucking um Green Goblin in in like one of the first Spider Man movies. The one with oh, Tobey Maguire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, that's a that's a good. He's a good actor. Yeah, nice fucking name. He's in a lot of movies. Yeah, I can't remember his name. Either. He's like scary looking though. Yeah, in a way. Like, yeah. Real, yeah, yeah. He's he's about to be in this Aquaman movie too. Uh, that's coming out this week actually. Oh shit. Yeah, Aquaman. Um, fuck, I forgot his name. Yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah, it was a cool-ass movie. I went to a fucking... Um, let's go do that shit. And then I went to Chicago on Saturday. Yeah, how was that? Saturday was cool. Um, I've, I've done a couple of events with Herbal Notes, some here in San Diego, one in Seattle, and, like, two in Chicago. Three in Chicago now with this one. Um, mm. We put on these, like, fancy dinner parties. Like, right. they're, like, mixers and shit like that. And, like, I'll do my thing to pop up. Um but they're like really cool. They're doing something in, in Chicago that's wild. It's like basically like weed is all legal over here. Like no one gives a fuck about it anymore. Over there, it's like not at all mm-hmm. legal. Like that shit is not cool. I imagine. Um, so they have to do everything real secret. Like um, basically, like you buy your ticket. Um, you know what's gonna what the event is gonna be like if you've been to a previous one. But it's very like. It's like prohibition over there. You know what I mean? Like, it's mm. all underground. So they don't even put the addresses out until, like, an hour before, or, like, maybe two hours before the event. And then, like, it's basically just recommended that you Uber over there. And Uber and, like, back. Yeah, and, yeah, in and out. But, like, you fucking, yeah, it's it's super random. It's, like, underground shit. Like, you, I can't even tell. Like, I don't even get the address, bro, until, like, I'm there. And then, like, um, because... My flight was supposed to be on Friday, and I didn't end up getting there until Saturday. Um, like, Sergey picked me up from the airport and took me straight to the event. They had already had, like, a rack set up for me and everything. So I got over there and, like, finished um, setting up and, like, hung up some of the stuff that I had brought with me. Lydia from Field Guy had took um, a bunch of my shit with her on Thursday. So they had it kind of ready for me to go. And then, like, so we did all that. And then um, my homie Cam was spinning at this bar. So we all went over there. And um, when that shit ended, like, around 2, we went to Chinatown, which I hadn't been to yet in Chicago. And, like, we went to this cafe. There was, like, ten, there was, like, 10 of us at this long-ass table. We had, like, hella Chinese food. She was so fire, bro. Like, mm. crazy. Um, after that, I went back to the pad. Sat, sat, Sunday was spent mostly just, like, running errands in the morning. And then, like, we had our second event, which was, like, to raise money for, like, all the, um, like, the migrant caravan that's... Uh, you know that's been stuck at the border and yeah you know, trying to get um all that shit figured out um so we had this like little fundraiser and i was doing um screen printing uh with a bunch of the homies from chicago and like i kicked it with the dudes from the plant shop they're fucking sick ass dudes they have a store in chicago that sells like indoor plants so like the the temperature has to be like kind of controlled because it's so fucking cold like all the plants could die like if they're just exposed to like a little bit of cold like um, yeah, so shout out Flo and Ozzy, because those dudes are hella hold it down for me. Um, I stayed at that homie's, uh, Flo's pad, like, all weekend. So it's become, like, a second home for you now, huh? Kinda. Yeah, not really, and I can't wait to go back, like, next year's gonna be crazy. Hopefully I get to go a lot more. Uh, one of, one, Sergey might actually get a, a pad out there. I remember he was, yeah, when he called in on the last episode, you guys, mm-hmm. like, were like, talking about like all this live i thought that was pretty cool yeah no that was super random because i talked to him like a little while after the episode and i was like bro like 
hold on, let me let me rethink about this. Like, if this is actually like the move, you know, because I yeah. hadn't like I didn't figure out nothing for like out this thing with my mom or nothing like that. And like, then when I did, he just talked to me and kind of like made me feel better about it. And I was like, yeah, all right, you know, for sure. And then it it was great because last night, like, it was an amazing pop up. You know what I mean? Like I like I couldn't have like planned any of that. You know, even that one I didn't have the address for because anytime like there's like weed involved with the events, like. You just can't, like, say anything about them, you know? So there's just... It's truly, like, some crazy, like, underground shit that, like... I don't know. They put that shit all together. I'm, like, blessed to be able to go out there and rock this shit with them. But, uh, but yeah, it's cool, man. And then just from the last trip before, like, having gotten to know, um, like, Flo and Ozzy from the plant shop, they have a brand called Villains. Um, so their, their, like, streetwear brand has been going for, like, five years out there. So when I went out there the, the last time, I did a collab with them for their five-year anniversary, and that shit was tight. And I got to meet all their homies, bro. Fucking, their squad is so so deep, bro, in Chicago, and they have DJs that fucking play every night in, like, different venues, and they have, like, like chefs and artists and just, like, they're so connected. So it's just crazy being able to go out and, like, move around with them and just see how, like, how just deep they are, you know what I mean? For real. Yeah, that's crazy. No, I was good that and they're like our age and shit that. too, you know. Oh yeah, that's cool. You're able to go out there and do that. Like you have like an established like plug out there, you know, for whenever oh, yeah. you want to like go out and do shit. Oh hell yeah, the plug out there is established. That's I was cool. gonna say, uh, how how is it to do like out of town shows? Like, do they like just fuck with you more because you're out out of town or like? Um. What? Well, I don't What's know because I'm not dynamic? from the town, you know. So yeah. I don't know if they fuck with me more. Because I just don't, but they fuck with me, you know, yeah. that's like, I love going to other places, you know what I mean? I feel like I need to go to other places, like, that's just something that makes me feel even more appreciative for, like, what I have here in San Diego, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, And then just to be welcomed so, like, warmly by, like, these dudes that, like, they, they get to know me, like, we get we stay in touch and stay in contact and everything, but, like, I don't get to see them, like, every weekend, like, I see my friends, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, like... So when I'm out there, it just feels like family, bro. Like that's how they treat me. It just they just I don't know. We all we all kick they in. They let all, you in. But yeah, we yeah. all and we all go to fucking dinner. Like we all go like just hang out and talk and just like we get to work on shit together. Um, and that's the best part. It's like just being able to experience that same feeling like in a different city in under different circumstances. You know, mm-hmm. for sure. I love that shit. I can't wait to just keep doing more of that shit next year. Hell yeah. Well, that's good, bro. You gotta have fun out there. Yeah. So, uh, I know I, I want to talk to you guys about the pop-up, but I, I want to talk about the Human Catalyst first, kind of get like familiar with uh-huh. your brand and everything. So, when did you kind of like start? I started, uh, I started Human Catalyst about seven years ago. Okay. So, I used to... Um, I, I like the sweater, by the way. I just wanted to look like that's, oh, like, that's yours. The yeah, color yeah, combo yeah. on that yeah, shit like is the fire, color bro. Combo. I was like, no, you got like purple on one side, orange on the other, and then yeah. The, the, Do you have a color on the back? Same. Oh, sick! Hell yeah. No, nah, that's yeah, cool. Yeah. I like that. But on my bad, I just wanted to compliment your. Oh uh, no, no, <laughs> no! Thank you. Yeah, so I have a daughter. Um, she's seven years old. Nice. And then um, I used to, I used to work designing clothes and things like that, and then I got laid off. Um, at the ultrasound for my daughter. Uh-huh. So then at that point, I was Damn. like, man, what am I going to do? That's you know, crazy. Like, yeah. like, I need to find a job. Need a... And then, like, during that time, it was so hard to find work. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and then I'm a graphic designer by trade. So then um, I just couldn't find anything. You know, they wanted you to do like phone apps or um, like government works, things like that, you know? Yeah. I couldn't find anything. So then I just like, as I was sending out resumes, I started building a brand and then eventually got sick of sending resumes and just kept on building, you know? Oh, yeah. That's good. That's fire, bro. So what, tell us about like your experience with like designing clothes prior to Human Catalyst. Uh, well, like I've been doing it for a long time, so like I always wanted to start a brand. Mm-hmm. But you know, like I didn't have the I didn't have the balls to do it. So like I just kind of like dabbled, I guess. Like you kind of get your feet wet. Yeah. You make some shirts, and then you don't really know. You just kind of sell them to your friends, whatever. So I was doing that, and then I realized like it's so hard. So then I was like, after that point, I went to go work in the car market. And then I was doing, like, magazine ads and, um, like, branding, packaging, things like that. Okay. And then I was like, you know, it's a real job, so I just need to do a real job. But I always wanted to do clothes, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So then eventually, like, car market died, and then I, I started to work at LRG for a little bit. Oh, um, shit, okay. So I was designing over there, but then, like, I was so overwhelmed by, like, just how big they were. Yeah. And just, like... The people that went in there, they stayed there all day. Like, that was their life. You know what I mean? Okay. And then for me, I was at a different point in my life where, like, I just needed a job, like a career. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't about, like, oh, I want to eat breakfast with you guys. I want to, like, go out at night. I want to come back, work some more. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. just like... Like, they were yeah, there, like, yeah. all day. Damn. So to me, like, that was just wasn't my theme. Okay. You know? So then eventually, like, I started doing stuff for some, like, more, like, corporate brands, like Kenneth Cole, DKNY, things like that. Uh, and then um, eventually, like, just the economy sucked. So then after that, like, there was no more money there. So then I just went back to the ground zero, you know what I mean, and started over. Mm-hmm. And then that's, that's where I'm at today. That's dope, bro. That's crazy. I didn't know none of that shit, like, oh, about yeah. you having, like, worked in those for those different companies and shit. I was like, like it's funny because when I was in high school, I was like the biggest fucking LRG, like, I was like, LRG, Stan, bro. bro. Like, I, I wore, I rocked all that shit. I think we talked about it one time. I had like the LRG yeah. Sidekick 3 and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, that shit was crazy to me. Oh, that was probably like one of the first brands where I was like, oh shit, like, I like clothes, but this feels like Cali. Like, this feels yeah, like, like, there's something different about it. Yeah. I mean, maybe not now, but like, if you go back, yeah. back to like the roots of it, they were like, kind of like Van Gogh. That's funny because they're, they're like the roots. Oh like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what they were yeah. shit. But it's kind of like Van Gogh, where like it was just so beyond anything at the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like, exactly how I. F- that's I, I definitely why I think fucked they're like it. game changers. Yeah, for sure. You know, and then they just got so big. They don't get like the credit that they deserve for like being streetwear. Yeah, mm-hmm. people say they're like urban or, you know, but. They had, like, Kanye before Kanye was Kanye. Yeah, exactly, bro. So I was saying, like, the their, Kanye. Back their the ads too. were fucking yeah. sick. I was, like, their yeah. ads and, like, how they incorporated, like, like nature in a way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, their I remember seeing, like, Raekwon and, like, yeah, their yeah, their packaging And, like, they would be insane. wearing, like, yeah, some, like, crazy, like, big, like backpacks, explore type shit or, like, some polos. Yeah. Or, like, yeah. They had, like, hella the sweaters jeans, bro, and the shit. The jeans were yeah. fucking crazy. I had, like, two pairs of jeans. Yeah. Fucking I would fucking spend my whole check working at this like fucking like Italian restaurant IB on like all over print LRG hoodies. I had like <laughs> eight or ten like LRG hoodies all over print. They were that was my shit. Or like the jeans because everything was like over a hundred bucks. Yeah. So you like 
I'd work a couple days a week, like part time and shit, make like a little bit, and then fucking just blow that shit on LRG clothes. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. my favorite shit to do. What's crazy though is like, when I went there, I was like, oh, so there must be a huge design team. And it's just like one guy. Yeah. Like just cranking stuff out. Like, that guy was, like, when I saw like how good he was at like Illustrator, oh, and Photoshop, like, I was yeah. blown away. Like, that dude was like, I don't know, like art genius. Like, so what were you doing? Were you doing, like, concepts or, like... No, so, like, um, basically there's, like, two main guys. And then um, one guy did most of the art. Like, probably everything that you see that you like, he had something to do with it. And there's also a guy doing, like, tech packs. So, like, when you um, want to get stuff made, so it's, like, how big this is, where you put it, things like that. Oh, wait, wait, do we want to give that away? <laughs> no, no, I'm no, just no. kidding. So hey, then, talk about Lifted Research Group. I'm about to spark this... Uh, yeah, little then, dank dudes piece while you keep talking about it because bro like preach like I love listening to fucking no, the, to the, people no, talk the, about their experience the working line. in fashion and all that oh, shit oh yeah yeah the, no the, the snoop line no yeah but p- please keep going bro oh no and then for me um like I was there to kind of like um one of the dude had a lot of brains and like thoughts and stuff and then he sends it to me like make this so you're like what the hell is that you know what I mean <laughs> like they told me um make this like return of the backpack and i was like like what the hell is return of the backpack you know what i mean so like you just had to like put all these ideas but like those those guys have like so many ideas but like you didn't know how to use illustrate no i did i knew or how to no, use you Illu- did i did but, but not the other guys that were working yeah yeah they were well. just the brains they yeah. were just like they knew a little bit but it's like they're just creatives and they're like do this do this do this and then the archives just like make that happen. Yeah. And you just try to like create whatever they're envisioning. So, yeah, you just have to like interpret like what it, like when you say like, like well, what was it? Bring back the backpack? Return of Return the, the backpack. And so, I guess like, that was like in his mind, that was like the backpack rap. You know what I mean? Like, so people like Kanye, things uh, like that. You know what I mean? But to me, I was thinking like, like a bag, you know? Like, mm-hmm. what the hell are you talking about? Like, return of. <laughs> As far as, like, streetwear, like, yeah, you said, like, they don't really get their, like, due diligence. I feel like they're not only one of the, like, pioneers of streetwear, in a sense. Like, they they were, like, one of the first ones out here with, like, really good quality, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, just, yeah. like, the way, like, they present themselves and just, like, I don't know, like, there was something about LRG that, like, it made me pay attention to quality. Because, like, you know, clothes, I never really, like, looked into quality. But then LRG, I remember, was, like, one of the first people that I notice, I'm like, damn, these jeans are, like, really nice, or this shirt, the way it's stitched, and how, like, the material of it feels, and... Like, yeah, just and completely plus the different. designs are just crazy, yeah. like, their and whole, the, like... The reason clothes. you notice is because it breaks the mold. So the mold for streetwear is, like, AAA t-shirts, and, like, not that there's anything wrong with the mold. Like, the mold is... It's, the reason why it's the mold is because it's fucking perfect as it is. You know, there, you don't have to change it. But with LRG... They did use like fucking super soft ass t-shirts, you know what I mean? And they had the weird tag the that weird was up tag. here that like I liked the way it looked, but that shit was mad uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, they had um So like, here's a quick story. Like when I first went, when I first found out about LRG, uh like my best friend's brother is a like a DMZ DJ. Mm-hmm. So like they were big in DJs and then they found him and then I saw the stuff on him. I was like, "Dude, what is that?" you know? So then he said there's a warehouse sale. I went, and it was like a 10-foot by 10-foot, like, just a square little storage shed thing. Mm-hmm. And there was a guy with a school desk. And then he had, like, three boxes, like, one of hats, one of sweatshirts, and one of T-shirts. And then, like, that was the whole LRG sale. 
And I was like, what the hell is this? You know, like, so they're, they're like cheap. So then the next year they said they had it again. And we're like, oh, we'll go back. And it like wrapped around the block. And then it was like a whole new building. They had boxes and boxes and boxes, you know? So like, it's just amazing the growth, you know, like their Mm -hmm. vision, like people supported just became something so big. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they could be still relevant today. Like, if if someone were to be rocking LRG right now, I mean, I would. Like, I still have, like, a sweater that I low-key rock, you know? I think, isn't Seb rocking a LRG long sleeve, that black and red stripe one, in the Arco video? Did you watch the trailer? I watched the trailer, yeah. Yeah, it's just coming that, out that, tomorrow. I, I didn't know what brand that was. I'm but. pretty sure it's LRG. It's, like, a black and red stripe. Well, and there you he's go. Got the, he's got the black and white stripe rot tee, too, in one of the scenes. The dark, there's, like, that dark blue scene where he, uh... Wait, him and Rossi are like sitting in the car or some shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I saw the trailer, but I didn't see what brand of shirt he was wearing. But shout no, out there's to like him. no brand on it. There's no logo on it. It's just like plain. Oh yeah, that video it looks sick. The shout out that video, uh, that song and Rossi Seb, mm-hmm. that shit looks tight. And the guy who directed it, what's his name, Cobain, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, no, cool too. Yeah, the video is tight. Dope. That shit looks hard. It's dropping tomorrow. Oh yeah, it's dropping tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, but bro, like, LRG was fucking crazy. Like, I don't know. I'm telling you, that was like my favorite brand, bro. Like back in high school. Nah, nah it was I, for me too. I think it was. I just, I just think it got so big. Mm-hmm. So like, oh yeah. I mean, now you'll see people wearing it, and you're like, man, how do they even get a hold of that? Flooded with that. Shit. Yeah, like there was like at least yeah. five stores at a time. Yeah, Macy's used it. to carry it, bro. Like, yeah, I used to cop a lot from Macy's, bro. Yeah, Macy's used to carry it. I, I would it, cop the bro. fuck out of LRG still. Yeah, I mean the quality of it. If you look at it, it's still amazing. It's just yeah, uh, it's just so big. So you look at it, it's like, oh, that's not really. It, it's it's not grassroots anymore. You know, so yeah. they're just on some other level. I think people maybe like stop putting them like stop stop fucking with them in a sense of like marketing them because of like I think they kind of really went hard with the weed designs. Yeah, well, I mean they mm. they went through these phases where it was like that's like, when I just kind of noticed it because I was like just, Lion I was King just, was like African lions and yeah like, they started going like through the Rasta like yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. like weed phase and then that's where I started because at first it was just like a bunch of like different designs. It, Incorporated like the root design with like it being a tree. How do you feel about that like, color I don't, scheme? I don't know. Liam, what, what color? Scheme? Like red, green, and yellow. The Rasta, Rasta color. I mean, using it for. I'm just like, talking about the using it for designing clothes. Like, what do you think, Russ? Like, would you like would you uh, design something in that color scheme? I think I, mean, it's, I, I think I it's think cool if you do it right. Oh, I, but that's I, what I, I would say yeah. too. But I mean, right? if you if you're like playing Bob Marley while you're designing it or something, it's gonna look super whack. Like, yeah. Because yeah, it is uh, like a very like historic and like deep rooted culture, yeah, and why those but if you colors did, like, are a there. Fucking Marley collab, like oh yeah, yeah. and then you get to I mean, use it like that's <laughs> fucking. It's lit, like bro. if you do it, if you do it, it's got to be done right. It's kind of like the red, yeah. it's like red, white, and blue, like you know. Yeah, damn. And then that shit go, is so subjective because what if somebody's just like gassing themselves like hella hard? But this is fire right here though, like this little <laughs> Snoop Lion <laughs> ashtray that we have, like literally. Huh. This is like the best way. Well, I don't know. The, the, I'm sure there's better ways, but subjectively, this is a really good way. Yeah. I didn't even think about it. Like, like even this beanie, like, fucking beanie season. Beanie season. Bro, when you said that, I looked at that thing. <laughs> the gas mask. Yes. <laughs> no, the wheel. What's the wheel? Funniest, funniest drug story? Funniest no, drug it's red, yellow, and green. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> Damn. 
You're fucking right, bro. But the synchronicities. But yeah, I don't really know much, like about the history of that. So I don't like I haven't used that color scheme, and I mm. it's just not in my. It's not in like, your design realm of I- ideas, I guess. So I imagine. Yeah, that's I don't know. It's just kind of tricky, like red, white, and blue. Like I was telling you, like if it's like American, oh kind of, yeah, like, related, you know. Or what like, do you think about red, white, and blue? It's kind of the same thing. I like, have like a three shirt like series. I think I want to do for next year, but it it's just like one. It's just like super simple, and mm-hmm. then I don't want to talk about it too much. But it's just like oh yeah, it's one of those legalize X, Y, and Z, and then. It's like a white shirt, red print, black shirt, white print, and then gray shirt, blue print. So I, it's mm-hmm. like a three piece, like but I got you three like set, but mm-hmm. has red, white, and blue prints. Yeah, so I yeah. Need, I Go. need to buy all three. Yeah, that's what I was. Thought. <laughs> Damn. And they're look. I agree. Yeah. I don't. You wouldn't I need have to buy, to all, buy three. all three, but um, but I need to. <laughs> but you might need to. So I gotta save my money. We'll, we'll say the tagline is at least the working tagline is uh for safer or for safer communities and happier citizens. That's the name of the set. Very, it's very aware. <laughs> it's like, uh, Liam's oh, woke. Yeah. No, that was a very woke segment. <laughs> um, I guess though to end to end the my questions with you on Human Catalyst though too, to get back on that. So you have your storefront in Shula. How long have you been over there? Um, it's been a little over two years. So when I first went there, so I kind of took a hiatus. And then I was like, you know, when you have an independent brand, you're kind of like up and down. You know, sometimes you just like, you just don't show up. You're just mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, man, you, you got to really push yourself to keep going. I'm sure you guys can agree, you know. There's times when it's high and there's times that's low. So then... um I was like, man, I'm just going to open a shop. Mm-hmm. And my wife was like, you should do it. And I was like, I don't know. And then when I went to 3rd Avenue, there happened to be a spot. They were talking about making all the breweries and things like that. So yeah. I found a spot, like, right in the heart. So I'm right across the street from Three Punks. Okay. And then uh, right next door to Groundswell Brewing. So, um, like, I was right in there. But it's like the area hasn't really, like, there's people that go there to drink. Mm-hmm. But they're not really there to shop. There's not a lot of um, other things to do yet besides, like, get drunk. You know, uh, but I've had, yeah. my, I've had my shop for about two and a half years. I mean, it's cool. You know, like, the community supports it. You know, um, I have a little bit of following. They'll support it. So, I'm, like, doors mm-hmm. are still open, you know. Yeah, so that's, that's important. Cool. Fuck yeah. Hey, man, well, thank you guys so radio. much for coming through, <laughs> for real. Like, I'm stoked. Friday's going to be tight, bro. Yeah, Friday. Oh, Thank dude, you, you want to get, get in more in-depth with that? I mean, yeah, we can. Yeah. yeah. Talk about it. Do you, well, you got stuff, like, you know, yeah. for sure you want to do? Um, or say? Yeah. Oh, I was just going to, I guess, plug the... I'm dropping a new winter collection for the... I mean, it's going to debut at the event, so it's going to be the first chance you can buy it. And then it goes online the next day at... 10 a.m. Pacific time, but where is this going to be at again? This is going to be at Human Catalyst, which at the Human address Catalyst. is at there Human Catalyst, 263rd Avenue, Chula Vista, 91910. Friday, okay. December 7th, 6 to 10 p.m. So it's at Human Catalyst, featuring and Unidentified Corporation and Rottweiler. Unidentified and Rottweiler. Hell yeah. Hell yeah.
That's dope. I was gonna ask that. My that was actually my question right there. I was like, do you sell other, like, pro, uh, other brands at your store? You or know, is like, just like your. I don't know. Currently, well, okay. So like, I was looking at a lot of like other shops the way they do it, and a lot of them would carry all these brands. Mm-hmm. And then I noticed like a lot of them were trying to phase out and just like do their own thing. You know, right. because like it's just so difficult to like um, like consignments and things like that and purchasing. So then. For me, like from the get-go, I just did it with my own, you know, because I could control it and things like that. But um, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I could handle the business part of, like, carrying other brands and stuff like that. Right. And I don't think there's enough of a, like, walk-through crowd yet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, um, like, I'm totally down to support these, like, pop-ups. So what I do is I clear my stuff out. Mm-hmm. And then I let, like, unidentified Rottweiler, like, do, do their, their thing. Because, yeah. um... You know, like, when I was coming up, like, there wasn't any opportunity like that. Or at least for me, I never knew anyone that would, like, do that. You know, like, put my stuff out and on display and whatever. You know, so to me, it's, like, their time to shine. I can't do it all the time, but, Mm -hmm. like, when I can, I think it's dope. Dude, we appreciate you for hosting us. Oh, no, likewise. It's it's been a great experience for me every single time, you know? Like, on that, I just want to say how I found out about Human Catalyst is I was driving down 3rd Avenue, and I see Human Catalyst. I'm like, that's a clothing store. I'm going to walk in and see what's up. See what's up. And then I think the first time I went in, I probably talked for to Russ for probably an hour or two. And just, like, kind of talked about that. Talked about, like, LRG just being on 3rd Avenue because I grew up on 1st. Um, uh so it was nice to like see a clothing store there, and then I think that first day I walked in is when we booked our first event, which was September 2017, and I think we've had we had one in March 2018, and now we're back for December 2018. But it's been a great experience, and we do really appreciate it. No, likewise. Us. I mean, I'm a fan of both of your guys' stuff. You know, thank um, you, man. Just the vision know. of like it. And like how you guys do it, how you guys approach everything, I mean, it's super inspiring, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, nah, I look forward to it. And it's a trip. Like, <laughs> like, you guys pull, like, so many different people. So it's kind of a cool congregation of, like, the most random-ass people. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like three different, like, worlds coming in. Hell yeah. yeah, yeah. Then, like, everybody's, like, connected, like, because it's still San Diego, you know what yeah. I mean? Like. There's just, like, a lot. Yeah, you're right, bro. There's a lot of fucking random people. But yeah, like, but it's cool. Like, everyone gets along. And it's just everyone gets along randomly, and they all, like, from, from different parts brands. of the city. You know what I mean? Like, everybody but like everybody coming together, like, to check this out. Like, what we're doing, like, it's the best feeling, bro. And I think we both like it because it's kind of just us and about, like, having a, an experience to buy clothes where it's not, like, the main purpose of the event is to come and like experience our brands like firsthand like feel the shirts like check out the quality of our stuff and hell yeah try it on and just get that full like uh full like retail experience with like brands that you don't normally i guess have the chance to to do that and to like talk to us directly about our inspirations with each piece or why we did this or why it was this color i think it just is a good experience for everybody and we get good feedback and what type of things people want to see in the future. Oh yeah. That's important because it's like more personal, you know what I'm saying? Like 
Yeah, we'll just like walk up and like meet you guys face to face and see what you guys are really about while displaying your designs out there. Mm-hmm. That's fire. I'm kind of upset though because there was a guy that came to the store. He's like, "Oh, isn't this the unidentified corpse store?" <laughs> and I was like, "What the hell? You know? Like, this is my store. Like, you know." Then I get other guys like, "Oh, you got Rottweiler?" Like, "Oh yeah, I'm all about rot." And then like their friend will be looking at my stuff and they're like. Like fuck this stuff. You know? like, oh, Brother, yeah. this guy stinks. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, bro. That's crazy, bro. But, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm really excited. I got uh, a collection. I'm really, really happy with. And uh, no, Pablo's are pretty lit. You know, I remember when I DJed at the last one at uh, Whiskey Locker. It was pretty dope. There was like a moment where like there was a group of people in there just like oh yeah. just chilling inside, <laughs> yeah. or they're like outside, and then. At the same time, they're all, you know, walking around, looking at clothes. It was, like, kind of like a, an art show, you know? Like, people were, like, walking around, just socializing, being drunk, <laughs> looking at your guys' fucking shirts. I think this one's dope, too, because it's Christmas time. So, like... Yeah. That's, yeah, that probably will play a factor. Just, you know, this, this is usually the time people are more giving and more willing to spend. You yeah, know? and I think your like, grandma and grandpa would look so good in Rottweiler or Unidentified, that new camo <laughs> joint. Like, there you go, bro. Like, your grandma was like, just like, that would look dope. I, I did have a guy hit me up today, said he's buying uh, the camo jacket for his dad, so <laughs> Sick. that's that's pretty cool. <laughs> I do have a lot, I, I do have a decent older crowd, I, I will say. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Dude. On you top got, market like, right there. <laughs> best Untapped. of both worlds. Got the old market, <laughs> young market, you know. And then everyone just comes in. Bridge that Dilo's gap. like, oh, I'll you, fuck with you the can grandmas. have them. You can have them. <laughs> you guys, yeah, yeah, you can have them. <laughs> no, from my, my very first, like, not my very first, like, early, early, early in route, like, maybe within the first three pop-ups, like, I ever did, like, three years ago. Um, we did this one status show thing in L.A. It's like a, it was like a little trade show, and... uh I have this like picture that I took on a disposable that uh that like it's just this grandma, she's wearing like a rot hat, like a little <laughs> rot like dad hat, and she's just standing there <laughs> she's just like, What the fuck? Like she helicopter it. Rots for the people, bro. <laughs> the elderly too, man. That's fucking crazy. There's probably tons of like pictures like that. You know, just like someone's random relative wearing like a rot shirt or something. No, there is yellow pictures like that. Just like you go on Facebook and you see like someone rocking like the dragon it's shirt. Tight, but what that means is like somebody fucked with it enough to buy it and then like they either kept it for themselves or they gave Passed it to somebody. It down. Yeah. That's I kinda have an interesting couple stories about that. Like I was living in the bay and before I moved I just dropped so much stuff off at a thrift store. Like all my old clothes and happened to be a lot of unidentified gear and just this week, my friend hit me up. He said he saw one of my shirts at a Buffalo Exchange in San Francisco. Oh, hell yeah. But I dropped it off in San Leandro. I dropped it off at one thrift store. And he's like, Buffalo Exchange in San Francisco. Someone hit me up. It was at Thrift Town in Sacramento. Someone else hit me up, bought one of my sweatshirts at a thrift store in, like, El Sobrante or something. Yeah. So it's just like, all these people are finding my stuff at thrift stores. And they're picking that thing out and then like searching me on Instagram or my website and like finding out about the brand yeah. that way. And I think it's just kind of like a weird, that's super, like they, that's of dope. all the things yeah, in the thrift exciting. store, that's what they picked out with like no knowledge mm-hmm. of it. So if you can't make it to the thrift store, <laughs> then come by, <laughs> come by Human Catalyst. for the pop-up shop. Unfortunately, oh, yeah, we won't have a thrift store though, prices. <laughs> Exclusive stuff, man. 
That's why the prices are up, man. <laughs> the bag's going up. But that's dope, man. That's good. That just should be fine. What What's the date again? It's December seventh. December seventh. Oh. Yep, this Friday. Human Catalyst, Third Avenue. Can we get Insulin a couple air horns to, for that? Yeah, air horns. There's a fucking speaker <laughs> over there. But the air horns are not in real time. Oh. Yeah, but don't <laughs> don't have to There you go, sirens right there. <laughs> there you go. We hope to not. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Shulabus is pretty chill usually. You know, like I said, they just had a parade. You know, yeah, no, that's always. Whenever I mean, as long as you just don't have a lot of like people outside being weird. It's not. I don't even think it's like that anymore. It's kind of like it's pretty mellow. Yeah, it's mellow for the most part. Yeah, you know? and there's like breweries and shit. Hello, breweries over like there. Hella, like you know, they, yeah, they it's going to be a good time. Alone. Yeah, it yeah. Third Avenue is destination good. for sure. Like you can. Yeah, should be chill. It's going to be tight. You can do get you, drunk there. Oh, do you have anything dropping you wanted to talk about? Oh, I mean, I just I could talk about it all night, bro. But let's just like <laughs> just pull up and see what it is. This is like. I don't know. Oh, I actually, new. to be honest, um, yeah, I'm gonna make a lot of stuff this week. So a whole lot of new. we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, some people have seen the prints already, like the different ones that we've been doing. But um, like, I need a re up. So it's just it's gonna like come this week, you know. So there's just like a lot of there's a lot of different things I could do, but not quite sure what it's gonna, gonna what be it's yet. gonna be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but good. that on top of the other shit, like, like you know, um, this whole winter collection has been out for a little bit. Winter collection is is when is seasons important to you? Like dropping like every season is that um, like a thing for you? So how I used to do it, like I remember my first year, uh, like I did like a real collection in the fall, and then kind of starting in April, I just dropped like one shirt a month, and that was like my first. I did like April to October, and just kind of did like. Mm-hmm. one shirt a month and then and then the next year was like one collection here and then like a couple loose items and then yeah 2018 or i think fall 2017 was when i really started like being really collection focused where i would do like um like at least like eight pieces and release them at once mm-hmm. and then this year i only had like one loose item i released like a shirt and two colorways in january and then i did just four i did spring summer fall winter collections which uh, do you have a title for this collection no i i don't name my collection i just it's just the season and the year Um, well do you have like um like a biggest inspiration for this collection so or it could be like an experience um i think uh so kind of the whole inspiration of my past two drops really uh, came from me needing to take a different direction after my summer drop. Um, I think I went a little like too like artsy in that. Uh, And then for my fall drop, my back was like really against the wall. And um, like these drops, I just feel like I just wanted to just come out like, with a bang and like luckily my fall drop i had like my best selling shirt ever did crazy numbers and that really because of that i got to really experiment a lot with this winter collection and my original idea was after the fall collection i was going to take a break and wait till march to drop spring 2019 but then this winter drop was really just inspired by like 
the success of that shirt, but also like the pressure, like I have all these eyes on me. I want to just come out with like absolute like heat and just like prove to everybody that's like new to the brand that it's like I can come out with more than just like one like hit, I guess. Uh, oh yeah, and just like drop like like nice jackets. Like I have in this collection, I got a waterproof like fleece. Uh, forest camo jacket really nice and then I have uh, it's a rain jacket comes in two colorways detachable hood I got black and lime comes with a bag that you could pack the jacket in it's waterproof as well Um, I have a couple long sleeves uh, and a pair of sweatpants that are kind of like they're definitely like bin trill inspired but just very like loud and just like kind of having like fun with design um and they bring in like elements of like previous pieces and then i did an artist collab with uh cam collins he's a art student at rhode island school of design really good artist uh and he followed me on instagram a few months ago we kind of been in contact we were dropping two pieces with him really excited about those and then i my last shirt is uh it's actually a still from the twilight zone and in the episode of the show at least like my interpretation is this guy he just wants to read everybody's bothering him like that's all he wants to do like he just wants to read he doesn't want to go to work like people are hating on him because he doesn't want to read and then he takes his lunch break in a basement or in the bank vault. He's a banker and there's a nuclear blast that goes off. He's the only one that's alive. He realizes that. And, uh, I guess, uh, in the episode he wanted to kill himself, but then he sees like in the distance, like the library and all these books intact. So he's so happy that he finally just gets to, read unbothered he bends over to pick up a book his glasses fall off and they break and he says it's not it's not fair so my inspiration of that is like just uh like i'm pretty young and just like attempting to like understand the world around me and i think there's definitely a lot of people and including myself where where you'll set a goal and you'll achieve it or you won't, but you're still left like unsatisfied. And it's just like the phenomenon of having everything you could ever want and it not being perfect. Like you thought it was or would be. That's um, deep. So that was my inspiration <laughs> with that shirt, I guess. Uh, that shirt sounds fire. And you know what? <laughs> you can pick that shit up on the seventh. God damn it. <laughs> no, that's cool. I like that. That's like that whole backstory. It gives like the people, like real good knowledge of like what their product like what what they're buying you know what I'm saying it's like I don't know a lot of times like people buy shit and they don't even know what the hell they're wearing it's gonna be a weird feeling (laughs) no it's a great feeling bro like you put ideas into it like the whole thing is that there is a story behind it you know yeah Yeah. that's good bro yeah it's super um, good like Thank you. No, I'm like so. What do you feel really like excited for this drop? Yeah, no, most definitely, bro. <laughs> yeah, that drop's gonna be fire. Come out Third Avenue. Before we uh, start wrapping up, I wanted to ask these series of questions. 
mainly to you because like I know we've gone through with you, but I got some new questions for you okay, cool, this time because cool. like I started adding it. Okay, so series of questions, simple questions, simple answers type thing. So first question, as it pertains to whether do you like it hot or cold? I like it cold because like cold, you could always like get hot. But when you're hot, it's like you're stuck. Like, what can you really do? You know, mm. take off your skin. Like, okay. nothing. That's true. But when you're cold, you can get a Rottweiler beanie, get unidentified hoodie. You're all set. Yeah, bro. I'm like in the weather right now. I'm like in like just sweater all the time and shit now. So yeah, cool. yeah. I'd rather have it like that. What about you? Did, I, that, did you ask this question? I don't think I have, but um, I say hot. Hot. I, I do not like the cold weather. Um, okay. But I'm starting to get used to it. I had to really get used to it when I was up north, but I really don't like the rain. That's the main when it gets cold. A well, lot you know, of times San Diego, it, man, it can it's rain. unpredictable out here with this shit. Like the other day it was like super cloudy and like about rain, and then today it was like hot, but then it's still cold like at nighttime. Yeah, it's like you so don't know like, what to wear. You, know? you don't know what to wear, and then like that's how people begin sick. That's one of like the main reasons I begin. That shit was thirty three when I left Chicago today, and that was fucking two in the afternoon, bro. Exactly, See, it was cold, bitch, bro. Like this, you, it just, just made no. you happy to have like walls around <laughs> you, bro. Like it's funny. What about no. for them though? Are they used to it? Like they're they're like, oh, it's not that cold. Um, yeah, yeah, they're a little bit like it's not that cold, but when it gets fucking cold, it's just like fuck. Like you can't. How can you be outside? Like because here, like sixty five, everyone's like. Oh my gosh. Oh, I know. <laughs> like, what do I do? What do I do? I know. For real. No, that's it. For real. No, but that's like consistent, though. Like, it's like, every, like the next day out here, it's like, oh, it's like 30, or not 30, fucking, it'll never be 30. Or like, it's like 50 in the morning, and then later it'll be like 75. And it'll go to like 62 later. Yeah, you just get, you get, you get used to like how consistently, so, like, not that cold it is so when you go to the fucking cold it's like oh you go to chicago and it's like oh it's 32 degrees all day <laughs> it's cold yeah it's, san diego's a trip like it's cold it warms it like a little bit but like yeah it's still fucking like you gotta have a jacket on like at all times like oh i said you like have, you have to layer up like the like, outerwear yeah. is necessary it's not like in question you know what i mean like yeah it's fuck. you'll fucking just get fuck around and get frostbite <laughs> real quick like I imagine <laughs> <laughs> no it's like here you know like You'll see someone, and then someone looks like an Eskimo, and then right next to them, they're wearing like a tank top and shorts. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that San Diego. I remember when I went up there a long time ago. I remember all the schools were like indoors, and I was like, "Dude, I figured because their weather is fucking crazy out there." Mm-hmm. Second question: uh, What's like some of your top brands, like top one to well, top three brands that inspire you? Man, I think first and foremost, like, LRG, for sure. Um, Just historically, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I'll always be inspired by that. I think, like, um, Alphanumeric was real big, too, like, as far as inspiration, um, those two brands. And then, like, third and foremost, like, I think Bape. Bape, um, nice. Just, like, the amount of genius that went into, like, branding of Bape. It's just, like, I think that's what it is, too, the branding. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of that. That's why, like, you know, Unidentified and Rottweiler, like, I, I really give it up to them because it's not just like 
um, like a duplicate of some other mm-hmm. shirt that you saw at Zoomies. You know what I mean? It's like right, no, Rottweiler looks real. like Rot. You know, unidentified looks like unidentified. Like the branding of it. That's dope. You guys gotta appreciate like stores like yours and you know rerun and yeah, fucking yeah. whiskey locker. Shout out them too. Like just like displaying that side because they're like helping standing out from like stores like that. You know, it's like when you go to Plaza and like see all these storefronts like Zoomies and Tillies and everything selling the same shit. Hell yeah, bro. Yeah, you got, got whiskey locker like, everywhere. You got rerun bro. just like in like they exclusive. held it down for me at fucking Clean Slate. Did you guys go to that? No, I, you know, I haven't ever made it out. Yeah. Like, I always see it, and I, oh, I should have gone. You know, mm-hmm. but I never made it out. Like, sure. Yeah, like... I want to um, go back. I liked it last time I went to, uh, The last yeah. one. Yeah. Shout out Five and a Dime, too. I mean, you know, like, they've been holding it down for a long time. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. and then always... Uh, yeah, Five and a Dime. Like, definitely, um, like, true. True to streetwear, you know what I mean? Same with Fresh Hard, too. Like, you know, there's a lot of good places out SD. For sure. You could support. Hell yeah. And they just celebrated like 15 years. Or yeah, something. I would say they just, didn't they just do something celebration-wise? Yeah. But I found them when I was like fucking 17, bro. They're not like prime location, too. I fuck with that area. Like, aren't just they, like that whole downtown moving? area. Yeah, I think I saw some of moving. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I know I asked you that question, but I asked you this one fucking... Um, if you were to see someone or meet someone dead or alive, who would it be? I think I'd have to go Kanye. Kanye. I'd, I'd really want to meet him. Um, it's a true Kanye guy right here. He's always uh, like bringing up Kanye in all the episodes. Um, <laughs> other people, uh, Eric Brunetti from Fucked would be cool to meet for sure and just kind of talk about just the game in general because I, I would say he's one of my biggest inspirations um, what, about, what about you bro I don't know I mean clothing wise I guess like back to babe like Nigo Nigo um, because just like what the hell was he thinking like a monkey you know what I mean like a bathing ape like the hell just the thinking? whole animated look is just like Timeless, it feels. Yeah, just yeah. Like, but it's like more so like Japanese, like just that whole. But like the whole like, world that he created was just like, like the whole complex. What, who's the guy who designed the complex con? Like, like designed with like the flower, like oh, this, oh uh, Murakami, Sakashi. Yeah, take, oh, yeah, 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 that guy. Like you know, like he's got like that whole thing, and then there's like the other, um, Babe, and then there's just a couple other brands I can't think of at the moment. No, there's so many, bro. There's just so many, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> there's so many OGs too from San Diego. Not just just people that like have been doing it for long, long, like long amounts of time. Yeah, but I'm I'm just like yeah, the animated and the like the anime, like Dragon Ball Z is like always like incorporated some shit like that. Like what's it, some of the brand I just Yo, saw. I would always fucking go to like Miller's Outpost and shit when I was younger and cop like the the Dragon Ball Z T-shirts. Like, or I'd get the blanks, like the three for five, and they have like a Dragon Ball Z like button down, like all silky yeah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> fuck those. You gotta bring it back. Hell yeah, I would have hella rock one of those. Nice. A fucking Gohan t shirt. Gohan t shirt. <laughs> Be lit. I saw, yeah, I saw some brand like put out like a collection of shit that like incorporated Dragon Ball Z, and I was just like, damn, that's like, some, there's always like somebody like bringing Dragon Ball Z back somehow, somewhere. You you fuck with Dragon Ball Z or no? No, I do. I fuck with Dragon Ball Z heavy. I'm just saying, like that's like one piece or there's like other animated shit. Like 
that people always put shit like uh, what would you bring back if you could like Vans brought back Charlie Brown you know oh, or yeah. like with that whole the thing or, and then uh, the Marvel thing too like I think Marvel is definitely sick because then that's just like you're signing up with Disney at that point. Yeah, the Marvel. Mickey Mouse and shit. So that's like... You keeps can, just growing you and You just growing. put out Mickey Mouse on anything. H- I saw a Mickey Mouse sweatshirt at H&M. Mm. And I was just like, people buy the fuck out of that because you yeah. got Mickey Mouse on it. You know? <laughs> you could just like lease a fucking Disney logo real quick. like. Yeah. Like anybody can? or I mean, I'm sure if you just know the right person. If I were to bring back a cartoon, I don't know I think it's dope though if you can collab with someone like so random, you know, like you always see the same things like uh, what is that like Astro Boy, Astro uh, Boy, you know, yeah, like things I like that, like Hello that Kitty, things like that. But like that's another one, Hello Kitty. That's just like timeless too. Like it's just gonna always come back. Pokemon too. But like, oh, I was watching like, Pokemon this morning. I fucking this pizza place in Chicago called Dante's. That shit was fire. It was like thin pizza. Probably collab with Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers That was fun Classic bro That's Yeah That's a funny ass show Or GoBots That's like fake Transformers Like that Transformers <laughs> would be hell right No there, GoBots bro. Like fake there. Transformers Or Voltron Or something like that too But those Go-Bots. are Yeah like, oh, Yeah, yeah. GoBots are crazy Yeah Yeah Transformers Like the OG Like cartoon ones When like fucking Megatron was a pistol Like that'd be cool Oh yeah, yeah I, would, yeah. I would do that. It's like collabing with like Street Sharks or like um, Space Rats from Mars or like the Ninja Turtles, Bobby's or World shit. or some some shit. The Animaniacs, like the Animaniacs, huh? Looney Tunes, the Jetsons, like we can go on, bro. Just like Johnny Bravo, Johnny Bravo would be funny as fuck. Johnny Bravo, would be like funny, Samurai yeah. Jack, Johnny Bravo, fucking Dexter's Lab, like that whole '90s Cartoon Networks, like That's shit, a, like early SpongeBob. Like bringing back, like, oh, dude, he's Spider-Man another shit. rest in peace, bro. Rest in peace to the oh, yeah, creator yeah. of SpongeBob. That just happened this week. That's crazy. Just took a dark left turn. While we're saying rest in peace, rest in peace, George Bush, too, bro. That's oh, another shit. one that's passed away. I just seen his uh funeral was today, bro. The first George Bush, not the George W. Bush. For all you fuckheads out there who don't know which George Bush is which one. I seen something on Twitter where like rest in peace George Bush and they post fucking George W. Bush so yeah I'm, I'm sure there's people out there who fucking that up right no. now <laughs> all they I know just, is one of them I can is only dead. imagine I can only imagine bro Twitter's stupid but I did have a question uh, for these guys dream collab yeah. since we Ooh. were kind of talking about collabs like what's what your you guys' dream, dream collab too. that's a great question oh man that's really tough I I don't know. I honestly, I think like one of the OGs from San Diego. Like, there's a lot of OGs down here that uh, they're still around. You know, there's a lot of people like when you see these brands on Hypebeast, whatever. They all have like connections to down here. Like they started out down here. You know, they might not like shout it out or whatever, but there's a lot of big people that are from down here. If I, I don't know if I could really like name one particular person, but. It would be cool to collab with someone from the city, you know. Oh yeah. Um Dream Collab. Uh damn bro, that's kinda tough. Like it's tough. I just because like what do you like I don't know what to base it off of. Like I mean, like artist, brand, like an like artist anything. Fuck, that's crazy. Yeah, oh, I think or... about that shit sometimes. Actually, the about like um, 
being able to get like 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 some old painting like um there's this painting called <laughs> fuck damn I, I always be talking about this shit there's a painting called the uh the soothsayer's recompense by um Giorgio de Chirico and it's it's a uh, he painted the landscape of this city that he lived in um just over and over and over throughout his whole life and and a lot of uh a lot of it like looks the same it's like the same style but he just did it like over and over from different angles and shit like in the city so there's a bunch of like arches and like um like marble like statues and stuff like that but the paintings are um they'd fall under like surrealism like similar to like salvador dali something like that and uh like it's just a really strange painting but i just like it a lot and then like with the title on the soothsayer's recompense it's like the soothsayer is like a like a witch or like a like a psychic and the recompense is like to be like sorry for something like look for like reconciliation like you know trying to get forgiveness from something or like you know so it's kind of like if she made like a mistake like like she's sorry for like telling somebody something you know what i mean like or putting a spell on somebody i don't know like but uh the painting is a trip bro i I feel like using that or even salvador dali's um uh damn it's called like uh corpus hypercubus that's just crazy bro it's like jesus but he's just like floating and then there's like a like a like a three-dimensional like view of like a four-dimensional cube like a tesseract it's just like a cube cross that's been like expanded and it would be like the first shape that could go from like like fucking 3d to 4d you know what i mean i don't know some trippy shit but like just being able to get something like that to use like on a piece that i have and i could like actually design around it you know what i mean i can't just like take it and like print a couple of them and just be like whatever about it like i don't know I would want to just do it like legit, you know. But using like a like a painting that I really like, I think would be like my dream collab. You can get that from the estate of yeah, Tag. yeah, yeah, yeah. You had yours already, or yeah, I think um, honestly, I think mine would be a SB Dunk low. Fuck. I think like Hell yeah. just that, just that whole era, and, like dunks. just how like legendary the lineup of people that have dunks is yeah i just think that would be who's the most recent one like, something i would really like, diamond, like right? to do yeah the diamond they had like a diamond huge sellout to canary which is the yellow and then black and white dog i had like two different versions of like dunks that were like rasta color i'm trying to think which ones are those no no i mean they made them like a bunch of different times like in those oh, color okay. schemes but like I just had a pair. They were, but they were like all black, and then I think just like the uh, there was like some little detail on it that had that had it, you know. But I'm just thinking about it because I thought about it earlier when we were talking about like the green, white, and red, like color, color, you know, Mm. combo. And uh, yeah, I just remember having some. But I feel like that would be like if you were given that silhouette to do those to do that too. You know what I mean? Like, well, that's something you got to do right because it's so (laughs) legendary. Exactly. Exactly. But I don't know, that's a great lineup, and I just like the silhouette of that shoe and like the history, yeah, or like yeah, a Vans yeah, old sure. school. I would either want to do. So I love you want to dunks right now, but I really want to do a shoe. Like it seems like they're yeah. coming back though, like the SBs, like, yeah, yeah the SBs, especially like artist collaborations. I, I don't know, maybe it's possible. 
We'll nah, see. Cool, man. No, I think they are coming back because that shit. Those were so comfortable and just yeah, like, yeah. and like you said, know. the history behind them. Like, there is a classic silhouette. It's a classic Nike silhouette. Yeah. Like, yeah. Shout out Nike. That's the kind of shoe where it's like if you got an all white, like you're still like you're doing the right thing. You know, you made a good choice. Oh <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. And then just the last question, like this, more for you because you've already answered this. Would be if you were ever in a apocalyptic situation and you had three albums, if you come across a CD store and have to pick three albums. In that situation? Yeah, <laughs> in that situation. Uh, three pieces of music could be class, like the classic uh, or uh, what's it called? Like best album, like their best hits or something like that, you know? Uh, Greatest hits. I'd probably say like, um, man, like, uh, probably Tribe Called Quest, Midnight Marauders. That'd nice. be one of them, you know? Oh, yeah. And then I think um, Kanye, but the, but the the graduation, or no, uh, college dropout, you know, like mm-hmm. um, those are classics. And then, uh, man, for the third one, man, that's pretty tough, you know. As far as like, it's gotta be something that you can listen to over and over. I'd say probably Lauren Hill. You know, that miseducation. Because, yeah. like, yeah. when you're all depressed and everyone's dead around you, you know what I mean? Like, when you're crying, you just need to, like, press play on that DVD. Or, no, on a, what was it, a CD player that you stole from someone. <laughs> <laughs> that <Yeah>. you looted. <laughs> from their iPod. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, iPod's about five. No one has those anymore, even in an apocalyptic situation. That's Especially. funny. I just found one in this closet. Bro. Like I found, it's like a sixty-four gigabyte. Oh, because like, nowadays with streaming, you can't even use it's it. It's like the so. tiny little screen, bro. This is so funny. That's crazy, bro. Yeah, I just saw a case. Uh, it was like an Apple Watch case that looks like an iPad or iPod, mm-hmm. and then it's like the dial does not work. But it's like nostalgia. Mm-hmm. No. That's crazy. crazy. Yeah, that's a good way to conclude this. You guys have any last-minute shout-outs, Instagram, Facebook pages you want you guys want to promote? Just say, come out on Friday, new collection from Unidentified Corporation, wide range of Rottweiler gear available. We're going to be at Human Catalyst, 263rd Avenue, Friday, December 7th, 6 to 10 p.m. Yeah, you can catch me at, um, at Human Catalyst on Instagram. And uh, I love snacks. If you want to bring me snacks, you can bring them to 263rd Avenue. Chill with us, though. I'm there on Saturdays. Plus, always what, bored, always hungry. What's, what's, what's the specific what's, snack? Yeah, what's the best snack, bro? What's the specific <laughs> snack? Just like one. Oh, man. Just think about the season. Like, what are you going to want the most? Like, You know what? Beef jerky is, like, uh, all year long. Uh, <laughs> all right. Nachos are always great, too. Um, there you go, man. Simple shit. But, you know, I'll take Starbucks or whatever, you know. Feel free. <laughs> Feel free to choose. I'm not picky. There you go. There you go. Oh, yeah. Cool. What about you, bro? You guys. Oh, last minute shout outs. Last um, minute shout outs. Shout out Field Guide. Shout out Plant Shop Chicago. Villains. All the homies in Chicago. Shout out um, Chicago. Yeah, because they, they hella held it down for me this past weekend. But this weekend, bro, Human Catalyst and Identify Corporation. We're about to have this shit popping on Friday. 
Hell yeah, bro. Good shit. Thank you guys again for coming through. Appreciate uh, thank it. You, Looking you. forward to the pop-up. Shit sounds like it's going to be fun. It's going to be a great time. Make sure you guys go there. And thank you all for listening on MixLR. We had a good amount of people still tuning in. Yeah. And uh, shout out to everybody on the live. Shout out to SoundCloud, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google, everything, Spotify. And shout out to you guys, bro. You know, again. Oh, you as well. Thank you for doing this. Oh, yeah. I go by Will Be, Will Be the Done. Stilo Swan. Stilo. And then thank you again, Russ, Liam, friend of the show. And then, fuck, I don't know. What's a good song to end this on? Smino. Some some fashion shit. You want to be on some Smino? Smino? Yeah, play that. Yo, thank you guys for real, bro. We like, just like, just knowing what we've already done and accomplished in the past, like in this past year alone, just like, this next pop up is going to be fucking Dude, tight, this year's bro. been fucking crazy. Like, looking back on it, really. <laughs> yeah. For real, bro. I can't believe it's fucking December. Yeah, I went by fast. Super fast, bro. Shit, we're still recording. What are you most excited about for next year? Or, like, do you have anything? Oh, for next year? Next um, year for Rottweiler. Yeah, I already know I'm going to be making more trips out there to Chicago. Like, if this year I went four times, next year I'm about to go eight. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then us, bro, whatever the fuck we can do, like, <laughs> let's get this shit popping. Let's do it. Dice Roller Radio episode 30. Dice Thank you for the motherfucking radio. She call me her little baby. I call her my little body. Hit her up like, mm-hmm. come through for a little cutty. Hit her up like, mm-hmm. come through for a little cutty. Hit her up like, mm-hmm. come through for a little cutty. I'm fleet like ten for peace. These Japanese on drink champagne and eat a fuck snack of drinks overseas. We the Jesus heart concrete shit could these things. It's been my boss from the sea, man. Believe it. I finger the fire, they figure no heat up the brine. Look at the time. A quarter to nine, a nigga just ordered my